Welcome to the Rebel Heart Coaching Podcast, where BSN registered nurse, integrative health practitioner, and board certified life coach, Samantha Shatek teaches you how to go beyond managing your circumstances and start intentionally creating a life you love using her proven strategies. Hey friends, welcome to episode number one. I am your host, Samantha Shatek, and in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about something I call imposter syndrome. This is the phenomenon that happens to many of us, and it can come up when we're doing something new or unknown, but this can come up even if you've done something before, for example, becoming a first-time parent, uh, writing your first book, or even writing your third book, maybe after the first two were already bestsellers. It could come up after starting a new job or starting and running your own business, or even giving a talk on a topic that you really love and that you're passionate about, or starting a podcast, for example. This imposter syndrome, as many of us call it, stems from a feeling of self-doubt, usually a lack of self-confidence, and the I'm not good enough, smart enough, fit enough, etc. syndrome. And, you know, it's a pattern of thinking that unfortunately holds too many of us back from doing or saying things that we really want to say and do, but it also can hold us back from being the person you want to be or living life on your own terms. And imposter syndrome is tricky. It often comes up when we are trying something new and when we experience something that's unfamiliar or unknown. The problem with this is the very definition of growth is change And we can't ever grow and change without doing something new. And even if we don't do anything new, we can still experience imposter syndrome as well. The problem is, because we haven't ever done it before, we don't see a pathway forward neurologically. Our brain literally will send us a warning alarm. So alarms go off in our brain because the part of our brain called our limbic or reptilian brain that evolved to protect us, you know, from tigers and from danger when we were hunters and gatherers. And when we left the cave, our brain was designed to keep us safe, comfortable, and familiar. To leave the cave back in the day could literally mean death. So it does serve a purpose. Our brain will constantly scan our environment for danger. And anything that's new or unknown can be super unsettling initially to our primitive brain. The trouble is, (laughs) we aren't really running from tigers anymore in our culture. Uh, The tigers are every day our spouses, our partners, our kids, our bosses, traffic, deadlines. Those are the tigers. And they're way more frequently experienced than we ever experienced the occasional danger way back when. And... (laughs) The alarms in our brain, they don't really know that it's not necessarily real danger. They just see it as a threat. Here's the thing, though. Because discomfort is literally the currency of our dreams, in other words, anything we want to do that pushes us, evolves us, or gets us to be uncomfortable is going to be outside of this comfort zone. So what this means for you is 
and for I and for all of us is that in order to do anything we want to do that's new, and that can be something really simple, maybe you've never changed a toilet seat or maybe you want to fix a battery to much bigger things like start a business or change careers or move across the country. But in order to do this, which is why I feel, frankly, that we're here on earth as our soul wants to express itself and expand, uh, we have to be willing to recognize that our brains do have these false alarm patterns and we have to be aware enough to realize that they're not necessarily always true for us. And we need to find a way to move through that discomfort. So I'm going to call myself out here a little bit. I've put off doing this podcast for a while. I love explaining and teaching and expressing. I love the idea of the podcast, but I kept making excuses that I couldn't figure out what topic to start with first. So I just kept procrastinating that imposter syndrome just kind of crept in. Or I'd say, oh, you know, I'm moving now, so it's not a good time. Or so-and-so just came out with a podcast. So, I mean, it's impossible for me to come out with a podcast at the same time. And so I'd start in with these protection mechanisms that my brain has. And I'd let the excuses flood me. And, you know, it does feel real. And I let it stop me for a while. But I finally remembered and decided on purpose that if I'm experiencing this, then maybe others are too. So it's no irony that my very first episode is on this imposter syndrome. I'm just going to give you an example of what some of my imposter syndrome self-sabotaging thoughts included, and maybe you can resonate with some of these in your life. Some of my thoughts included, who am I to do this? So many other podcasts are out there that are similar. So why would I take time out to do this? What if no one listens anyway? Do I even have enough street cred to speak to these topics? And will people really learn? And will they be entertained at the very least? And will it help them? So these are some of the thoughts that were running through my head. And because I am a life coach, and I do receive coaching, I am more able to be onto my brain's own shenanigans faster than before. So I was able to use my self-coaching tool belt and my awareness through meditation practices to recognize that these limiting thoughts and recognize that these thoughts aren't actually true, although the brain is hella convincing. So I was able to stop and tell myself, different thoughts that made me feel better and that were far more truthful, like who in the heck are you not to share your wisdom, love, and light with the world? And I also, you know, I had the thought about, and this isn't a new thought, but I remembered that really the truth is if we have something to share and we're following sort of our calling in the moment, whatever that may be, and we choose not to share it, we're getting in our own way and it's actually extremely selfish. It's selfish to not be of service. And especially when the service is from the heart, how dare I block that? And how many people could I help if I did this podcast? You know, I love doing it and I would do it for free and I am doing it for free. And if only one person listened and somehow it helped, then I feel like I'm doing my job. 
So I'm hoping this will help other people heal, perhaps be a little entertained, laugh. And also other people that I interview, I'm hoping to get their work and service into the world as well. Because I think that's really important that we're all seen and connected with all of the gifts and services that we all have. So I have a question for you. I want you to really think right now about where in your life do you feel like you're an imposter? And it could be in something at your job. Maybe you took on a new role or you have a new task that you're uncomfortable with. Maybe you're a new parent. Are you stepping into a role like a director or a manager and wondering how the heck you're going to manage people? Is there somewhere in your life that you just feel like you're you're maybe having doubt or not in alignment. And then my question is, what thoughts are you telling yourself that might make you feel that way? And are those thoughts true? Even though they might feel true, are they, is there a way to know that they're absolutely true? And even if they're true, think about when you think about those thoughts, how do they make you feel? Most likely the feeling that you get is probably not great. So My suggestion is that you take it upon yourself to choose out of all the options in the whole wide world, how can you choose a thought that feels better? That's going to create a better result for you. And what would that thought be that's more true about your situation? I'm going to give you an example. So when I coach clients about weight loss, and they're maybe not at their ideal perfect weight yet, but they're actively working on it, and they're taking steps towards that, they can sometimes feel like an imposter when they coach others, and then they tend to believe the self-sabotaging thoughts that they think, and just because they haven't arrived, quote-unquote arrived yet, they feel like they can't coach. And I'm going to call BS on that, because the truth is, We've never really totally arrived. We're all human beings and we're always on a journey and we're always a work in progress. And there's no area in our life that is always perfect. Life is messy and humans are complicated. We all can stand in our truth and our my client can stand in her truth and in integrity knowing that she is intentional in her own self-awareness journey. And in order to be an amazing coach, For someone on that journey, she doesn't need to be perfect and you don't need to be perfect. But the example I give with the weight loss is in regards to being able to pick our ideal thought that serves us better. An example is if you have a thought, let's say, or one of my clients has a thought like, I hate my body. We can't just jump from I hate my body to I love my body because our brain is not going to believe it. It's not authentic. It's going to reject it. So it's called bridging the thoughts. So what can you say to yourself that feels more true, but is also going to serve you and not sabotage you? So instead of saying, going from I hate my body to I love my body, which no one will believe initially, eventually as you practice the thoughts, you're you'll start to believe it. But a nice thought to bridge that would be, I have a body. I have a body is still true. It's more neutral than I hate my body, but it's not so fantastical that our brain is going to reject it. 
what I was saying is we're always on this journey and no area of our life is perfect. And the truth is a lot of our secret power comes from insights that have come from our struggle, from our pain, from our lived experience. It's so much rich soil. It's gold. So to me, we can be a work in progress and at the same time, completely perfect and divine the way we are and both can coexist. And I think being vulnerable and authentic and being very in ownership of our humanness makes us more relatable, more human and more authentic. I don't know about you, but I am so inspired by the person who has enough courage to share their most authentic self. I love when people own their story and then they're able to share that medicine with both vulnerability and confidence. And those are the people that I gravitate towards. And maybe not everybody does, but I feel that that is such a powerful place to be in. So I want to encourage you to be able to work through this imposter syndrome and how you can move through that discomfort, my babes, is to learn and recognize that everything your brain tells you and all the thoughts you're thinking aren't necessarily true. Now, in order to recognize this, you can get coaching. You can do some self-coaching. Therapy can help with this. Meditation can help with this. Mindfulness practice helps with this. But one thing that I think is really helpful for me, it's simple and it's quick and I want to offer it to you, is the idea that you are not your body. You live in a body and you have a body but you're not the totality of your body. You're a limitless being made up of atoms and particles and inhabiting this body with your consciousness, which is unlimited. And I think that that's a way just to remember to be the observer of your own life sometimes and still have this like, we can still have this cultivate this connection with our body and be embodied, but we can also remember to get spaciousness around believing all of the programming that we have been taught that maybe doesn't serve us. So just being onto your own bullshit, taking inspired action and just making the leap, do the call, start the business, get the planner, get the coach, start prioritizing yourself. Here's the deal. We can't always see our own shadow. We can't always see our own brain. So I highly recommend that even if it's not me, you get a coach. It's been life changing for me. I think it'll shift your life profoundly as well. If you're feeling like an imposter, that's okay. You can feel those feelings, but I urge you to push past that and work through it and do the work of realizing that you are here for a reason and you're meant to do what you're being called to do and that it is selfish as heck to not serve and help and touch all the people that you want to touch through whatever it is that you want to do. Okay, Rebel Heart, you got this. Let's go. Thanks so much for being with me today and looking forward to talking with you next time. And hey, listen, if you learned something or you enjoyed this episode, 
please subscribe and share. There is no fee for the show. The fee is if you are getting something or loving this show or this episode, please share with others so that they can benefit too. And hey, I also want to invite you to join me for my six-month coaching program. I'll work with just you one-on-one, and I'm going to help you get the results that I know you can get. I promise your life will be different. Go to www.revelheartcoaching.com to sign up for a consult today. I'll see you inside. Love.